Welcome to Cannabis and Tech Talks. My name is Patricia Miller, Associate Editor here at Cannabis and Tech Today. Today, we have a very special interview with cultural icon and famed cannabis legend, Tommy Chong. Anyone who's followed cannabis is familiar with Tommy's work in, of course, Cheech and Chong, That 70s Show, and tons of cameos. Uh, This was very special for me. I was thrilled to speak with the legend himself and learn how he likes to smoke, what he's learned about the cannabis now that it's legal, and how he feels he's impacted cannabis culture over the many years he's been involved in the industry. So without further ado, here's Tommy Chong. Hello. Hi, Tommy. This is Trish with Cannabis and Tech. Hi, Trish. Hi, how was your flight? Incredible. Good. Couldn't been better. Nice. Are you getting back to L.A. or? No, no, no. We're in Moncton, New Brunswick, getting ready to do a comedy show here. Oh, how cool. That's exciting. Yeah. It's, uh, Shopee and I are doing this one. Nice. Well, is it a good time to talk for a few? It's a perfect time. Beautiful. Well, I'm a big fan. I'm really excited to hear your voice and talk to you myself. I've been watching you for a long time. I'm sure you hear that a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm curious. You know, I know for a long time the joint was kind of the the preferred way to get high. Uh, now that there are so many other options for for token up, what's your preferred method? I, I prefer, you know, the flower, the pipe. I prefer the pipe. I've got a there's a I got a few favorites. I got one called the Easy Pipe. It's um, it's a combination of lighter in a in a in a bowl that you can fill up with just an you know an an individual amount. And now there's also another pipe that may Israeli scientists discovered. And I, you know, for the life of me, I, I, they got my name on it and everything. I can't think of the name, but it's Israeli and it's a, and it's a cooling, it has a cooling system, but it's also a pipe. And then I have my own, uh, Chong, uh, Nada pipes, which they're necklaces. And, uh, <clears throat> I've been making them ever since I got busted for selling paraphernalia. And that's why I call it Nada pipes. Oh, like na 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 in your face? Like, well, yeah, na na pipe. <laughs> no, not N O T, not a pipe. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, and then uh, I'll, I'll do a bong now and then, but, uh, yeah, my prefer, I like the flame against the fire, the, the flower, flame against the flower, and the old way. Yeah, that's still my favorite way, too. I know you've gotten a chance to see so much cool technology with uh, coming out with Chong's Choice brand. Is there any uh, smoking tech that's been particularly impressive to you? Well, yeah, you know all the all the uh, vape pens, the Chong. Uh, you know, we've been really going through uh, uh, the vetting process. You know, with those vape pens, and then you know the dabbing is still pretty pretty popular. 
you know, I, I guess with people that are used to, you know, getting lots of uh, powerful THC in their lungs. Uh, but, you know, in, in the old joint, you know, that uh, you can't, you can't uh, uh, ignore the joint. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's been our mainstay, and it's like a communal thing. I've even got a, a special way of smoking it so you don't have to put your lips on someone else's uh, lips, you know. Oh, how do you do that? Uh, well, I, I stick the, the joint between my little finger and, and my uh, hand, you know, be, uh, the little finger. Mm-hmm. And then I cut my hands, and uh, and that way uh, you, you inhale and, and you get a lot of smoke and a little air. It's like a carburetor, too. Oh. And so I, 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 you can't do that with a joint, with a roach. You right. burn the hell out of you, but... <laughs> But with the big joint, you can do that. And I've done it on TV a few times. And an old friend of mine in Vancouver taught me that that method, and it's uh, it's good to this day. Nice. I might try that tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're, you're fuzzy where you put your lips, are you? I am a little bit. Uh, I guess oh, good. I'm a little germophobic when it comes to to smoking, but. Usually after the first hit, you kind of forget that you care. So, <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Isn't that the truth? You're picking them, you're picking them off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, you you mentioned your felony conviction earlier, and I I know that that can create some hurdles when you're working in the the cannabis business. Has that impacted your ability to do business? Well, no. It's actually it's actually inspired us to to keep me protected you know i was protected before but my family wasn't Mm. and so you know they couldn't touch me but they threatened to go after my wife and my son and you know that's a united states government you know so uh i had to give them give up but uh no i'm i'm not you know it actually it works in my favor i was offered a pardon by uh by obama but i decided that uh to accept a pardon would be to admit my guilt. Mm. That's the way I looked at it, you know. And so I, I turned the pardon down, you know, just just basically on, on moral grounds, you know. Because I don't mind having, you know, uh, being tagged as, as the guy that went to jail for a bomb, you know, especially now that it's legal. Mm. And, and so, uh, no, I... Uh, I, you know, they made me an activist, and it, now I became, you know, in a lot of ways, their worst nightmare because it is legal. It's becoming legal all over the world now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, if it if it didn't impact your business, which I'm glad in a negative way, um, you'd mentioned that once in a in an interview that the first time you smoked, it was sort of like a light coming on. I'm curious. Oh how, yeah. Yeah. How did uh, how has pot kind of influenced your creative process? Well, pot affects the brain, and it stimulates the brain. It's a great brain stimulator, which is for centuries. You know, it's been written about in the Bible. You know, there's been a lot of uh, talk about the burning bush. You know, for sure. You know, because Moses. You know, the Moses talked to the burning bush. And, you know, uh, so uh, marijuana really does affect the brain. And we have receptors, you know, and, and and so it really, you know, if you, if you 
if you're on the right track, you know, it, it will stimulate whatever. It, it, it'll stimulate the brain, whatever you're doing. If you're robbing a bank, it'll make you a better bank robber. <laughs> if you're, you know, you know, doing whatever you're doing, you know, music, uh, anything, you know, it, it because it, it makes the brain more receptive, I think, to, to, you know, you know that old thing where they say uh, the memory is bad, you know, you have a bad memory. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens when you smoke, you get put in the moment. Now, mm -hmm. if you are in the moment, there's a lot of times you will forget your wife's name or your, you know, your boyfriend's name <laughs> because you're so in the moment that your brain is just, dealing with whatever you're doing and that, that it doesn't allow you to drift, uh, you know, into, uh, say other, other thoughts. Now it works on a negative thing too. Like if you're on a negative trip, uh, sometimes it's not a good idea to get high unless you want to go through that negative trip, you know, full force. And I, you know, I, I've done that, you know, I've been on some negative trips and then smoke a little pot and it makes it worse. And so, which is why I, I really, um, go, go to my spiritual books. So it is, you know, as soon as those negative thoughts appear, I, I break out all my, you know, a couple of my spiritual books and just read a passage or two and, and then I'm okay. Oh, I like that. And did you find, I know you had used it for, or during your your cancer bouts, um, was that kind of a negative trip for you? Did it amplify those feelings, or did it have the you opposite know, strange, effect? Strangely enough, you know, my whole cancer thing, it was uh, because I had close people to me, you know, that had prostate cancer. Hmm. And it was a, a prostate cancer, some of it, is very slow-acting. And they always tell you, oh, you'll die of old age before you die of that. And so I, I, that was the prostate cancer that I had. And then I tried to, tried to uh, you know, change my diet and quit drinking and all that good stuff. And then they ended up with rectal cancer. Mm. And even then, when, even when I got rectal cancer, I, I never got negative. I never got down. It's weird. Because it was like I was going through a, a, a fight with cancer and using marijuana as as a weapon and uh in, in the end i i had to use the the uh the the normal methods you know of, i had the operation and i have a uh colostomy bag you know installed and 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 all that you know that all that uh traditional medicine medicine mm. but the pot also made me aware that that the traditional way in, in a lot of time, a lot of ways is better than, uh, you know, just going all out, uh, uh, you know, holistic, you know, really? because that holistic thing can pull you, you know, because there's no, there is no power that, that, you know, that people, uh, rely on, you know, like, uh, get the healing powers. A lot of the healing this is my this is my my take on it. A lot of the healing that takes place was taking place anyway. 
Mm. And and so like these uh, healers sometimes they're they're not always a hundred percent. In fact, they're probably fifty fifty of anything. You know, like everything. And so what I learned is that the the marijuana affected my brain to the point where I knew how to get the best cancer doctor, the best medicine, the best of everything, be it chemo, be it radiation, whatever it took to beat it. And so my, my attitude was never, never doomsday. It was always very, like, uh, it was a challenge, you know, and, 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 I, and I, I was talking the talk for so many years, and then now I had to walk the walk, and uh, and so I I I come out of it really well. I'm almost uh, back to being a hundred percent now. That's so great to hear. Yeah, I was watching uh, your performance on the the Masked Singer. It looks like you feel great. <laughs> so, oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It was such a thrill, was such a thrill being a, a lead singer. Uh, first time in my life. You know that I jumped on stage as a singer. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> and it was a, it was another challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you really embraced it. It was fun to watch, and I loved you know. it. I loved it. I loved <laughs> having to learn a song. I, I loved having the dancers dance around me. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you. It was a dream come true. You played guitar for a while too. Do you still uh, do that? Oh yeah, we 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 do shows. I still play. I still play a lot of a little bit more uh, than than for a while there. No, I'm I'm still still into the guitar. Oh, good, <laughs> good. I think music is good for the soul. Oh, there again, you know, marijuana and music. You know, they're 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 inseparable. Right. We hope you've been enjoying today's cannabis and tech talks. Thanks for listening. We wanted to take a quick break to mention this episode's brought to you by Emerald Scientific. They're on a mission to give the cannabis industry access to proper scientific equipment for all of their cultivation, production, and quality assurance needs. Emerald Scientific also hosts the annual Emerald Conference, the most advanced technical and comprehensive science conference in the industry. The sixth annual Emerald Conference will be held February 26th through the 29th, 2020. To learn more, visit emeraldscientific.com. And I'm, I'm curious, I know through Chong's Choice, you've been able to share a lot of your favorite products with people all over the world. Why has that been so important to you? Why is it an important uh, mission? Well, we're not only sharing pro- product with, with, uh, with the customers, but more, more importantly, we're, we're part of the industry. Because our, our situation is that the people work for themselves and we're just partners. So everybody that works for me, they're, they're, they're like a partner with me. And, and what they do, you know, we have a nice setup, but what they do, they, they do the sales and, and pay me a royalty for using my name and, and our uh, packaging. And so we don't, uh, as a, as a company, we, we have little to no overhead. Oh, how cool. And, but, and so everything is, everything is shared. It's a shared work uh, environment. And the harder you work, the more money you make. And, and, and that's, to me, that's the American way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. 
Um, and I know, you know, for a long time, it seemed like stoners were kind of an easy target uh, for ridicule. Do you feel like you're treated with more respect now that legalization is kind of sweeping the country? Oh, incredible respect. Incredible. <laughs> In fact, uh, for a while there, I was the go-to guy for Fox News, for Bill O'Reilly when he was still there, uh, Barney. They would have me on because I would piss off their viewers so much that the ratings just went through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I, I know... I, you know, the funny thing is, we were never, Cheech and I were never on Saturday Night Live. We were never recognized, you know, because we were a, a, a potheads. Mm. And now that it's legal, uh, we don't need any of it. We never did, you know. And and, and so, it, it, you know, I once said, <laughs> and Cheech quotes this all the time. He loves what I said. <laughs> they were talking to us about, you know, the evils, the pot, and, and, you know, young kids and all that bullshit. And so I said, hey, what if we're right? What if they find out that marijuana is a medicine and, and it cures a lot of diseases? And sure enough, uh, you know, Sandra Gupta of CNN, you know, showed that picture of uh, that video of that uh, baby with epilepsy, hugging her mom for the first time, a year old. She wasn't a stoner, but she had epilepsy, and the THC and the, and the CBD oil cured it. Mm-hmm. Not just helped it, but cured it, as long as she's got her C- CBD. And I've seen a lot of people with autism, with all, Alzheimer's, all sorts of uh, ailments function, and, and MS function. There's Montel Williams. He has MS so bad. If he didn't smoke pot every day, he'd be in a wheelchair. Mm. So, so it is a medicine, and and I was right. Yeah, I love that example. And it was, you know, stigmatized for so long. And and you and Cheech played these characters that were sort of the archetypes of the stoner. Do you think that playing that role helped or or hurt the conversation around cannabis? Oh, come on! It helped immensely. Immensely. I just saw a movie with uh, Jennifer Gardner where she had O'Reilly Norton, mm. I think it's called. And she plays this mother that had to kill the, all the bad Chicano gang members because they, they, they murdered their, her husband and her little child. Well, that was the, the stereotypical or stereotype uh, they had on Latinos. You know, like Donald Trump right now, he, you know, he wants to build a wall to keep out the gang members. You know, he tries to demonize Mexicans. And that's why they made it illegal in the beginning. You know, they wanted a racist law to, to have, you know, to uh, to keep the influx of, uh, you know, give them a, a reason to go after uh people of color and, and, and people, brown people, Mexican people. Mm-hmm. And and so they come up with this cockamamie marijuana bullshit. And, um, yeah, and <laughs> and it's still, it's a racist law, and it still is. And, and yeah, so I, uh, so Ch- what Cheech and I did, we showed the gang, so-called gang member, uh, uh, Cheech, just right. like having a good time playing music, singing. You know, he's a musician, singer, 
and, and same as me, you know, here, you know, up in Smoke, I play a rich kid that was a hippie and a, and a, and a, a drummer, and, a, and he was doing every kind of drug he could find, you know, but it was marijuana was his, his uh, drug of choice. And so what we, what Cheech and I did is is we changed the perception of, of uh, Latinos and uh, and forever. I mean, we we changed it. You know, now you know people look at Latinos and they see Cheech, <laughs> and they look at hippies and they see me. That's and, and, and we're not, we're not only harmless, we're we're, we're we help people. You know, like I said, with my company, Chong's Choice, we employ people. There's a lot of people that are, you know, paying their mortgages and paying their off their car debt because they work for for Chong's Choice. And so, you know, we've always been positive, and and we just pass that on. And 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 the, even the law enforcement. When I was in prison, I was treated so well. I was the I was the I had more, literally I had. More power than the warden. We we were shooting a, a documentary in the warden's office, and and just as a joke, you know, I, I yelled out, "Quiet! We're shooting here!" And, <laughs> and I had the warden, I had everybody tiptoeing around on tiptoes, <laughs> not talking to each other. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was it was it was something to see. No, uh, you know, when you're right, you're right. And, and that's all there is to it. And, and uh, like, I, I got criticized on, on social media, you know. Um, uh, you know, there's a couple of guys that troll me. And, and one guy said, you know, oh, Chong, you know, you used to be a nice guy, and now you're so political. Well, I haven't answered him back. And I doubt if I will. But to answer that question is that I've always been political my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was raised in Canada. Calgary is half Chinese, and then I found out later that I'm I'm eight percent native. So so not only half Chinese, I'm part Indian and and the rest uh, Caucasian, and so so I've always been a hybrid, and and uh, and dealing with race issues all my life, all my life, and and I'll die dealing with them because they're not going to change. You know mm-hmm. that's the way the world is. But, uh, you know, to, you know, that's what I say to all the critics, you know, just watch a movie, listen to an album, you know, don't criticize till you know what you're talking about. And do you think that's why storytelling is such an important part of your life? I mean, I know you've written so many films and you even, you know, inspired the Wolf of Wall Street to write down his memoirs. Uh, Yeah. Do you think telling that story is, you know, become really vital to to who you are absolutely 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 we joked one time uh cheech did <laughs> and they said something about chicanos and she says no actually i'm uh iranian well we got the the best response from the iranian community that you could ever imagine oh, wow. they were just so delight, delighted that that Cheech and Chong was, uh, or the Cheech was Iranian. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the difference? We're all, we're all human, you know. And so we could have been anybody. But 
you know, except the, the you know, there's the, the Nazis, you know, and there, and you know what I found out too, is is that there's more hatred for Jews of all of all colors. Really, the Jews, and and you know, Farrakhan's talking about calling them termites, and 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 there's you know the 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 Holocaust and Holocaust deniers and, and the Trump people, you know, you know, and and it's a mythology. <laughs> the Jews were the first race to recognize the one universal spiritual God, and. Uh, and then they got co-opted by the by the uh, the Romans. <laughs> you know, they stole them. They stole Jesus. <laughs> they they not only massacred and and tortured and and strung Jesus up, but then they stole them. You know, and they and they made him immaculate uh, so that so that he wouldn't be from a Jewish parent. He mm-hmm. had to be from God, a son of God, and and that that. Rumor that myth is still abounds around the world. He was a Jew. He was called a rabbi. He was executed because they called him the king of Jews. And the only reason they executed him was that the priest, the high priest of the Jewish religion, kind of gave him up because he was interfering. He was telling everybody that everybody's equal. And there was such a radical idea at the time mm-hmm. that they had him murdered, and then the during the 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 Catholics or the, see Jesus was never a Catholic. He was never a Christian. He didn't even know the name Christian. Right. That came way later. That came way later. He was a Jew. They're all Jews, yeah. and that's fine <laughs> because even the Jews, you know, the in in their their people, they have. Racism, right in 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 the Jewish uh, community, you know the 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 Hasidims, you know they look down on the other non-practicing Jews as they call themselves. It's so silly, it's so ridiculous, because we are all one. That's what all the religions teach you. You mm-hmm. know we are all one, and there's but one spiritual God. And and the, and what they don't they fail to realize every religion tries to co-op it and say this is the way this is the only way and yeah. no 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 you can't you can't own you know you know they crack me up too because uh, Donald I read in Twitter that Donald Trump really amazed the evangelicals I said of course he's one of them yeah they're all hucksters. They're all hucksters. They're all showmen. They're all out there selling, selling religion for a buck. Mm-hmm. You're never supposed to do that. You don't sell anybody their birthright for money because then you're lying and you're doing the worst sin possible. And, and the thing is with me, I don't condemn anybody. I don't condemn Donald Trump. I don't condemn anybody because everybody's here for a reason. And the reason Donald Trump is the president is because we do need to clean out our system. We need to clean out the the uh, the, the hypocrisy and, and the corruption. And who better than the king of corruption himself to show us where the bodies are, where, where the enemies are? 
Wow. And yeah, that's a good point. It's going to be such it's going to be such a beautiful world. But and we can thank Donald Trump for it. He'll go down in history as the one that changed. Well, look at he got all those women elected. If it wasn't for Donald Trump, there wouldn't have been a woman elected. Wow. But Donald came along and he did all this stuff. And so next thing you know, you got a, a the House of Representatives, all women. That's And so it's going to keep going like that. So, you you, you know, you, you can't, you know, you can't get upset. You just got to realize that this is the way the world works. I love that. Yeah, it reminds me of like the, I think the Buddha said, the minute you feel anger in an argument, you've stopped looking for the truth. So yeah. I can appreciate your yeah. perspective on that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 well look, at, look at the Buddha. He was an Indian prince. <laughs> he was an Indian prince that figured it out. All right. Because this is, this is an illusion. The real world is the spiritual world. <laughs> yeah, because the real world never, never, there was no beginning, no end. Mm. In the physical world, we all, it's a school, basically. We're all going to school in the physical world. And that's why you can't down anybody. I did a movie once called Zootopia. Yeah. And I learned so much from that movie because it had all the animals in there. And what it showed was that every animal had a place in society. And, with, you know, the hippos were, and, the, and the elephants and the, and the rhinos and the, and yes. the lions and the sloths. <laughs> and the rats, and the weasels, and the rabbits, they all exist on this earth, and they're all part of it. And that's the same as humans. Big, small, little, brown, black, white, doesn't matter. We're all here for a little while, and then we're gone, and then we come back. That's so beautiful. I love that. And speaking of um, sort of that everybody has their place and their role to play. I'm curious, uh, you know, if you could choose to smoke with anyone right now, is there someone in particular that maybe you'd like to spend some time with and, and get high with? It would be Paul McCartney. And have you smoked with him before? I know you had smoked with some no, of the Beatles. No, no. Uh, Paul's on my bucket list. He's the only Beatle that I'm, uh, like, I... I I smoked in the fr in front or in the presence of Ringo. Ringo was on rehab, so he never smoked. I smoked in the presence of John John Lennon. He he again had immigration problems, so he turned down my offer. I smoked, and, but I smoked out with George Harrison a, a number of times, and we were uh, pretty good friends. And uh, and so my the only Beatle that is missing is Paul. I haven't even met Paul yet. And I know all about him. And he knows that I, I, I want to smoke with him. And he's all ready for it. <laughs> oh, good. I hope that works out. Oh, it will. It will. <laughs> Don't push it. <laughs> well, I've really enjoyed talking with you, Tommy. I think that about wraps it up for me. Um, is there anything you'd like me good to enough. take away from our talk that maybe I didn't hit on? Uh, well, the only thing I, I always tell people is that I wouldn't be who I am or what I am or where I am if it wasn't for my wife, Shelby. Because Shelby is my muse. She was sent to me by the divine to 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 take me on this journey. Before I met her, I, I was 
lost. But as soon as I met her and listened to her counsel and advised and, and, and enjoyed her beauty, which I still do, uh, so everything I am is because of her. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thanks for sharing that, Tommy. Okay, dear. Well, it was a real pleasure, and I look forward to putting this together. And um, if you or your team have any questions, I think they know how to reach me. So uh, I hope the rest okay. of your day is just wonderful. Okay, I'm looking forward to reading it. All right. Thanks, Tommy. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I enjoyed speaking with Tommy. If you liked this podcast, feel free to share and be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to check out our website, canatechtoday.com.